all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Presented by Motilal Oswal Financial Services. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint with me, Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of August. In international news, the Trump administration has moved to restore some economic sanctions on Iran and reaffirmed plans to impose tougher penalties on the country's oil sales starting November as President Hassan Rouhani comes under increased pressure to resolve the crisis. President Trump signed an executive order on Monday restricting purchase of dollar banknotes by Iran, preventing the government from trading gold and other precious metals and blocking the nation from selling or buying various industrial metals. The measures take effect from today. The widening gap between U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's description of nuclear talks with North Korea and the country's own criticism of his efforts is adding to further confusion with regard to the status of the negotiations that are intended to lead to denuclearization. In other news, Indra Nui is stepping down as Chief Executive Officer of food and beverage giant PepsiCo. She will leave the role in October and remain chairman till early 2019. Ramon Laguarta will take over as the sixth CEO of the company. In news back home, the RBI on Monday moved the Supreme Court seeking to curb all pending petitions against its February 12th circular on bad loans. This circular related to a revised framework on the resolution of bad loans, which included the requirement that banks disclose a default even if interest payments were delayed by a day. The central bank wants the various petitions to be clubbed in order to avoid industry-specific exemption and conflicting judgments in different courts. Meanwhile, here's an update on Bhushan Steel. The National Company Law Appellate Tribunal has extended the deadline for submitting bids for the debt-laden company till the 13th of August. Staying with news on the banking space, a parliamentary panel has suggested that letters of understanding should be restored and that the RBI's decision to ban such guarantees after the Punjab National Bank fraud was a knee-jerk reaction. Reliance Communications has launched a tender and exchange offer for its $300 million senior secured bonds that are due in 2020. This is in view of the proposed debt restructuring that's planned by the company. The Department of Telecom has sought views from the industry on technical measures that can be adopted for blocking mobile applications like Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook and Telegram in situations where national security and public order are under threat. Judges of the Supreme Court on Monday met with Chief Justice of India Deepak Mishra and lodged their protest over the central government's decision to lure the seniority of Justice K.M. Joseph, who is scheduled to take oath as an apex court judge along with two others today. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher on Monday with gains led by the tech-heavy Nasdaq, which climbed 0.6%. The S&P 500 rose 0.3% and is now within touching distance from its all-time high. Asian markets have opened mixed, with the three early risers moving in different directions. The Nikkei in Japan was marginally positive, up about two-tenths of a percent, while the Australian benchmark was trading lower last I checked. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking this morning? Hi Alex, good morning everyone. If you're looking at the results that will come out today, 
M&M is the only Nifty that will come out with numbers, but lots of interesting mid-caps that will report numbers. Adani Enterprises, Adani Transmission, AU Small Finance Bank, Bombay Dying, Edelweiss, Madhusan Sumi, Emphasis, Punjab National Bank, Sobha, SRF, TVS Motors and Wanderla Holidays. In terms of numbers after market hours, Navbharat Ventures, Mac Financial and Praj Industries were the companies that reported strong set of numbers, mixed on an inline set of numbers from Adani Ports and Ujjivan Financial and weak numbers were delivered from Adani Power, Syndicate Bank, Dalmya Bharat Sugar, Avanti Feeds and Dhan Lakshmi Bank. In terms of stocks you need to watch out for, Sun Pharma launches the Kapsago Sprinkle in the US. Morgan Stanley believes that over the next few years, it can be a 50 to $60 million opportunity. Unichem Labs receives four observations for its API manufacturing facility in Maharashtra. Quality says its results will be delayed due to technical problems. And Rolta India says due to unforeseen circumstances, the group will be unable to perform its obligation under the restructuring pact. In terms of bulk deals, First State Indian Fund bought in 4.6 lakh shares or close to 0.9% stake in Mahindra Life Spaces. Small Cap World Fund sold in 26 lakh shares or close to 5.1% stake in the company. Manulife Global Fund bought in 2.2 lakh shares in TCI Express and Satpal Khattar bought in 2 lakh shares in Nath Biogenes. Lots of corporate actions uh, around for today. The circuit limit for Vakrangi has been revised to 20% from 5%. For Den Networks, Hathaway Cable, KRBL and Vimta Labs, the circuit has been revised from 10% to 20%. And for 5 Paisa Capital, it's been revised from 5% to 10%. And for Morpin Labs, VIP Industries, the circuit has been revised to 5% from 20% because they have been put under the ASM framework. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But do check out the website bloombergquin.com. Also, tell your friends about this podcast. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.